Hello, welcome to the Physique Mastery Podcast. This is Scott Tuzna, along with my co-host, Brian Cron. What's happening, brother? Hey, I'm well, I'm well. How are you doing? Excellent. Doing great, man. So our topic for today is training frequency and why uh, we feel that it's one of those variables, training variables that is under manipulated. I think I, I've certainly been a victim of it myself. I basically did body part split routines 90% of my training uh, I don't know, life, <laughs> whatever, from, from a teenage, yeah, from my teenage years up to, uh, up to my thirties. I mean, most of the time I was doing some form of body part split routine. And once in a while I'd throw in a full body, uh, workout three times a week. And that just didn't resonate with me as much. I was like full out bro and really into the muscle mags and, and body part splits just felt really freaking good at the time. So mm -hmm. I really got stuck in a rut with that. And I see that with a lot of other guys. I also see vice versa where some guys yeah. just love their three days a week, full body workouts and they're stuck in that. So bottom line, people just don't change their training frequency enough. So we're going to shed yeah. some light on that today and hopefully encourage you guys to step outside of your comfort. zone and experiment with uh, various training frequencies. Yeah, that's, it's definitely probably my favorite variable, you know, oh, there's so many variables, but it's, it's probably my favorite one to, to manipulate. Um, cause it always pays off because just like what you say that, especially guys, they, they think they know it all and they do the same thing over and over again. And of course it stops working cause the body is, you know, an adaptive organism. Um, so then I get, so then they, if they come to me, then I just, I change their frequency. And they start getting results again and they're like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm like, well, not really. Um, just, you know, that, that one simple change usually will spark some growth. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's definitely, it's certainly something that like my aesthetic muscle plan uh, has four different training phases. Each of them have a different training frequency in there. And it's always interesting to see, I mean, some people right away, if they are used to body part split routines and all of a sudden I have them on a, a higher frequency training plan, like, eh, this just isn't right for me. And like, ah, I can't, I can't stick with this. Um, they don't give it a chance. They're really, you gotta have an open mind when it, yeah. it comes to training yeah. because the ones who do have an open mind and go through these different training frequencies, it really is, yeah. there's a lot of lessons that you can pull from it. Sure. We're going to have yeah. some of our favorite splits and, favorite um, training frequencies for each body part, but um, you really need to kind of step out of your comfort zone and, uh, and experiment with different ones. And the ones that people do give it a chance are always, uh, it's eye-opening for them and uh, just makes training a lot more fun as well. Yeah, and you can see the natural progression in guys because uh, they always start off doing, um, you know, they do the one body part a week thing, you know, that was popular in the magazines like 10 years ago. And of course, that's probably, in my humble opinion, that's probably the worst <laughs> split to, to, to go on. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll all of a sudden they'll start they'll they'll train their arms twice a week, and then all of a sudden they're splitting up quad and hamstrings uh, into separate workouts. And just slowly but surely, over the course of their of their maturation, they they kind of become higher frequency lifters. And it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting process to see that they don't even realize they're doing it. All of a sudden they're and they're training calves every day and they're training forearms, you know, three times a week and they're training rear delts every day, but just one set. Mm -hmm. like, like they're doing it. All of a sudden you look at their program and Mr. Each body part once a week is doing a variable frequency, you know, some body parts 
four to five times a week and, and nothing really once a week anymore. So it's like, dude, you're, you're, you're becoming, you're becoming well-learned. You're, you're, you're figuring this shit out. So, um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite, uh, it's one of my favorite variables to play with. Yeah. And, and to me, it was, it was a fun variable to play with in terms of whole body, um, change it up, but even more exciting, I'd say for me, just in the past year, I mean, it's always been calves. I've always kind of heard that advice. You want to get your calves to grow, train them more frequently. And that's, that's old, old school. Um, yeah. And works for John Meadows. He's younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I always thought that was, that was going to, that was useful for calves, but never really thought about it for other body parts until this past year. And just really starting to learn more about different body parts, how do certain body parts can respond better to higher frequencies. Some of them you have to be yeah. careful with uh, in terms of managing. Cause it's really when you're manipulating frequency, you really got to be careful with managing yeah. muscle damage and your recovery. Um, but certainly something like you mentioned, rear delts, um, something you're a fan of hitting more frequently. And they, they delts in general, I find can yeah. take yeah. a pretty good beating pretty frequently um especially most people aren't they don't get sore in their shoulders it's not not too often you're you do a shoulder work and you're like oh man i feel that doms in my in my lateral delts it's you can no, get usually, there but it, usually a sore shoulder is a bad sore yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um but like pecs or yeah, yeah, yeah. In certain muscle groups you're like your glutes you're like oh my god i'm sore for days yeah. you, you you know you feel it other ones you just they can yeah. take but they can take beating so i think it's hard to hit the delts with a lot of eccentrics though yeah just I'm, I'm speaking just off the top of my head apart from just pressing where you, i guess you could have some eccentric action but anyway um yeah like it that's it's it's the first thing i change when someone says they're in a slump with a particular body part uh is uh first thing i'll change is their frequency well i, I might change their exercises first but anyway like it's always like number one is, is change up their frequency so if they're like once every six to seven days, I put them to like twice every six to seven days. Just change it up somehow, and but keep the volume about the same. That's that's the key. Is that you don't want to have high frequency and high volume procession because that's when you're going to start running into trouble. Mm -hmm. That's oftentimes that's the biggest. That's what hurts people the most is they're especially if they're coming from a body part split routine. And yeah. they're used to just being sore from a workout. They're used to destroying it. Then yeah. you tell them, all right, we're going to be training this muscle group four or five times a week. Well, if you're destroying it every workout, you're you're going to mm -hmm. be you're not going to be recovered for the next time. So you you stimulate it enough yeah. during a workout, and like, man, it doesn't feel like I did much. I'm like, yeah, but you're going to be working it tomorrow, and you're going to be working it the next day and the next day. So really, for me. Um, I find when I do a higher frequency plan, whether it's for whole body or for a certain muscle group, at the end of the week, I end up doing more total volume on a higher frequency yeah. plan, just a yeah. little bit more volume. It's not, you yeah. gotta still keep it in check, but um, there's only so much you can do in like a body part split routine where you're just destroying the muscle. It can yeah. only take so much and that'll really beat you up in a short term if you're trying to really push the volume per workout on a, on a body part split routine. So there's only so much you can do in that one workout, whereas you spread it out over four or five days. It's amazing what you can fit in at the end of the week. Yeah, and, and I think like I one thing I, I learned just in the last few years is that when you start to embrace those really higher rep ranges, 
um, and you structure them correctly. Like I would do, if I'm training the same muscle group, say four times in a calendar week, I might train it quite heavy on a Monday and then I could get away with training it heavier or excuse me, light the next day if I wanted to. If you use like, you know, 15 to 20 reps, it's just, it, it, they seem to play off one another. It's almost like they almost get a recovery boost from that. A hundred percent. So yeah. it's just little, you know, you know, just things that you can play with. And I just think it makes training more fun and, and definitely produces a better result. Yeah. That's been yeah. something I've played around with, like with the higher frequency stuff uh, during yeah. the past two to three years um, is the first time I went through it. It was really strength focused uh, where yeah. I had three workouts that were heavy and only two that were in the higher rep range. And yeah. it was fun. It was different. I got freaking strong. But yeah. after four weeks, I was beat up. I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can only take that in the short term. So the second time I started, I only did one heavy day and then played around with the moderate and higher reps around mm -hmm. that heavier day. Uh, and I've really kind of found my, my sweet spot. I really had to listen to my body, really paid close attention to yeah. recovery and how it recovered to higher reps or heavier weight um, and the moderate reps and, and just the training yeah. techniques too. Like, even having a day where it's just isolation exercises, yeah. I found that was essential. If I if I'm a little bit sore from the, the previous day or I worked it pretty hard, uh, you can, if you're just doing isolation exercises the next day in a higher rep range, it's it's not that bad at all. But you're still stimulating that muscle, and so yeah, there's there's mm. definitely there's been a learning curve for me with that, mm. and. Uh, certainly been fun to see how the body responds to it uh, over time yeah i mean and it's and you can even go like the exact opposite route like i just for a different project i'm working on i wrote a, a year-long program and the frequencies were getting higher and higher so in the middle we have a, a six-week block where it's total once a week like heavy duty yes. training yes. like just just that you know one or two work sets of like you know, and we selected the exercises according to like like lots of machines where you can go to failure and beyond. Just, I don't really like that type of training personally, but when you just sprinkle it in yep. at the right time, it's all of a sudden it's the perfect tool for the job. So, um, yeah. So I mean, it's just when you embrace these different ways to achieve a result. I mean, it just makes your programming so much more not only effective but so much more fun. Like oh. it's more mentally stimulating. A hundred percent. I think that's why. Uh, myself, my workout partners, clients, we're all, we've never had more fun training because we are embracing all this. And uh, that's exactly it. Same thing. Like we will throwing in that, that one, one month or so, that one little phase where you are hammering it, doing a body part split routine. There's some research that shows that um, it allows you to create more myonuclei in the muscle, which will help yeah. uh, more muscle protein synthesis. It's still um, yeah. I think I'm still learning about that, getting some more insights from it. But basically, it's going to help if you do it in the short term. Um, for myself, I'm, I find that once a year, I like to do hit everything five days a week, like a five-day-a-week full-body yeah, yeah, workout. Yeah. I'll do that once a year. I, I, I was doing it twice a year, and I find it's nice to change things up. It's a, a nice change of pace. I love it for a month. I absolutely love it. But I found if I do it more than that, I don't love it so yeah. much. So yeah, there's these little things that, that, and those are at the opposite end. You got five days a week and once a week. Those are on like the opposite end of the spectrum, but then you got your two days a week, three days a week, and there's so many different splits that you can 
choose from um, to fit yeah. into that rep range. And, and when you start thinking during a muscle building phase, you want to bring up a lagging body part that maybe you're only, everything is twice a week, but you have one or two muscle groups that you're hitting way more frequently. Yeah. It's a whole, I mean, yeah. you really, man, that's why this, this yeah. is such that's a fun, right. a fun hobby. <laughs> I love it. We yeah. get giddy with excitement. Just the, the potential is, is limitless here. You should just, never be bored with your program. If you're doing the same shit, yeah. it's like, oh my God. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is like, it is true though. Like if, it, it is over time you can't get those overuse injuries. I know I, I'm always barking about, oh, I train my forearms so often. Sure enough, this summer, um, yeah, like I, was, I started to get, you know, tendonitis and, and stuff. So I have to back right off on all that. Um, and even I mentioned John Meadows earlier. Someone asked him, you train your calves every day. Like, when do you not do that? He goes, well, when my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, though. I mean, eventually, eventually it does kind of catch up to you. If you yeah. train high frequency and especially if you, like he does, hits it with a high intensity. Um, so, yeah, you have to you have to kind of be careful and, and back off, you know, as needed. Um, but, yeah. High frequency, baby, it works. Yeah, manipulating frequency, changing yeah. frequency. Changing so if frequency. you are yeah. used to higher frequency, there are people who love high frequency training. If you're used to that, it's a good yeah. call. Every once in a while, yeah. go low frequency. Just change it up. Mm -hmm. Just change up your splits every so often. And um, yeah, it's it does. It makes training a lot more fun. And if you are a, a lower frequency, getting a higher frequency, you'll, you'll find that uh, it can really help with improving your movement patterns and even yeah. mind-muscle connection you just, you get into a groove and uh, I found that was one of the biggest benefits uh, benefits for me doing similar movements uh, multiple times well, a week is helpful yeah I mean that's that's how you acquire skill like just yeah. like think about playing a sport you don't you know you don't go to hockey practice once a week you know and shoot a puck at the net for for two hours you go every day you have drills you have drills you know you know create that mind-muscle connection. So that requires frequency, so. Mm -hmm. Yep, all right, so I think that's that's a wrap. And if anything, I mean, we're encouraging you to to vary your frequency from time to time, uh, but be smart when you're varying it. Obviously, just listening to us talk here, there's, there's a lot to take in. And uh, Brian and I definitely have a lot of experience with this, uh, experience and knowledge to, uh, to kind of back it up. So. Definitely, if you have, uh, if it's something that you need a little bit of guidance with, physiquemasterymovement.com. Check us out there. Uh, nice support group. And uh, I think that's that's a wrap, man. Yep. Amen. Awesome. Catch you guys next time. Have a good day. Just as my printer goes off.